I've been thinking for a while now about the idea of a bridge. How important it feels to me to try to understand what has happened in order to invite what is to come. And to move fully out into that middle place, not knowing quite what will be on the other side. I've felt a need to think about this in all areas of my life lately, and I'm interested in how it might manifest here, too. How it might be possible to build connective tissue between ideas and conversations, to approach this form not as a quick and finite thing, but as an opportunity to think and move around in the thickness of time. I'm also the sort of person who likes to make connections, who is attracted to footnotes and addendums, to extending and complicating and contradicting. And it feels important to build a structure here that allows for these sorts of gestures. The impulse to do this now also comes from my sense that the first three episodes of this podcast exist in their own interconnected place. I think of them as linked, and I want to carve out further space for them to exist together. This is in part because all three of these conversations orbit around losses of fathers. Though this was accidental and I don't necessarily intend to group episodes thematically, I am so interested in how different each of these conversations felt while also finding moments of recognition and connection. A thread extends from the conversation with my mother into the one with Rushi, considering the aftermath of suicide and how to continue in the world after that particular type of loss. From Rushi to Tyler, I feel the underpinnings of what it means to write into and out of grief, the gifts present in this, and also the complications. And in all three of these episodes, I feel an exploration of how relationships evolve both during and after life, as well as the ongoingness of the formation of self. A week or so ago, I was recording a forthcoming episode with Cedar Brandt, a poet and biologist and a person I love. We talked about the loss of her first child soon after he was born. After recording for about an hour, we took a break, and when we started again, Cedar said she felt foolish for talking about where she is now with her grief in a way that eschewed the long, impossible period after loss that is so acute, so subterranean, it cannot be expressed in language. I realized this had a lot to do with the questions I was asking, and we went on to try to talk about that place. But that moment with Cedar helped me understand that another commonality between these first episodes is where I was in my mind as they were recorded, namely fighting to feel healed and well, sensing an opening up into a new time and wanting desperately to occupy that fresh space completely. In talking with my mom, with Rushi, and with Tyler, I was searching for pearls, 
for the thing that comes out beautiful and fully formed after a long period of irritation, friction, and struggle. And I found them. I feel the wisdom of healing inside these first three conversations, not without acknowledgement of difficulty or grief. In my editing and in my questions, though, I can feel myself shining a light in the direction of what comes after grief and loss, after the alchemy of time and work and the will to be alive. As I learn this form and what it means to talk with others here, I know I am going to fail often. And in addition to my holding tight to an idea of wholeness, there are a few things I'd like to note from the first three episodes. I wish I had gone deeper with Rushi about the toxicity of colonialism, how it is held in the body, and how it might be released not just in personal practice, but in action, in the returning of land, and what other acts of profound repair might look like. I would like to record hours more with Tyler to speak more precisely about the complexities of living in and being from a place like Boise and of wanting so desperately to be here in a way that is helpful, healing, and brave. And I wish I had opened up a space in our conversation for us to struggle with what it means to be white people talking about our relationship with the stolen and unceded land now called Idaho. And in that very first episode with my mom, I wish I had been clearer about the experiences I've had that led me to probe her about suicide and suicidality. And I wish I had been more open about the reality of where I am now. Most of all, I want to reiterate that I am having these conversations not because I know something or have arrived somewhere, but because I am learning always how to heal. Thank you so much to my mom and Rushi and Tyler for being part of that learning. The rest of this episode offers a healing practice that combines visualization with writing and movement. It's something you can return to anytime, and I hope it acts as its own sort of bridge. If you choose to try it out, please translate my language and directives into what makes sense to you, and feel free to take or leave any elements of the practice. All you need is 20 minutes, a quiet place to sit or lay on the ground, and some writing materials nearby.
So go ahead and find a comfortable position, preferably lying down on the ground. And if that's not comfortable for you, seated is fine too. But just find your way to a neutral lying down position if you can. And as you take some deep breaths, just letting the weight of your body release into the ground. Letting the ground come up to meet your body. Allowing yourself to imagine being totally held up by the ground beneath you. You can think of it like sand or a memory foam mattress. Just allowing the places in your body that are in contact with the ground to release so much that they might make an impression in that sand or in that mattress. And as you do this releasing, letting your breath elongate, letting your breath fill your belly, your diaphragm, the low part of your abdomen, letting that space be soft. And just taking a few minutes to notice your body today. If you're familiar with the practice of a body scan, you can do that. Or you can simply begin to tune in to the physical body, the emotional body, the mental body, the energetic body. Just allowing space for whatever comes up. Trying not to assign meaning or judgment or a quality to those things, but just allowing yourself to notice where you are today. What's asking for your attention today? And continuing to breathe as you do this. And as you 
Get a sense of where you are as you find a conclusion with your body scan. Release that exercise, release that focus and try to come to a neutral place. A stillness, a trusting that all you need to do right now is be held up by the earth. Inviting your mind to find a blankness. And from this place of neutral, of stillness, Ask yourself what in me needs to heal today and let whatever comes up, come up. That might be literal, it might be a physical thing, it might be an ailment or pain or a part of your body. But it might also be something more abstract or something more emotional. Let that thing come to your mind. And when you've settled on the answer to that question, Ask where it is in your body. Where is that wound or pain or old thing, new thing? Where is it located in your body? And you might be there already if it is a physical physical thing that you're working with or you might discover that it lives somewhere you didn't expect approaching that with curiosity opening yourself to the possibility that it might exist somewhere clear like in your heart or it might exist in a system of your body or somewhere in an area of your body but that sensation or manifestation is more energetic than physical or emotional. listening to whatever answer you get 
and then traveling to that part of your body, that area of your body, that system. Imagining a tiny version of yourself entering that place with curiosity, without judgment, without fear, with gentleness and curiosity. Allowing yourself to inhabit that space, to notice it completely. To ask it questions and to just trust that whatever way you're registering the quality of that space in your body, the quality of that pain or wound or irritation, just trusting that whatever language or form it's taking is true. Maybe it's a color, maybe it has an emotional quality, maybe there's a person there or a place that you see when you go into that area, but just trusting completely and approaching with curiosity what you're inhabiting. And as you find some kind of familiarity with this, allowing yourself to release that focus And if you would like, you can take some time here to write, allowing yourself to write whatever comes up for you, whether that's stream of consciousness or something that came up in your exploration, but just allowing yourself to write as continuously as possible for a few minutes. You can pause this recording and take some time to write in response in whatever way that takes shape for you. And when you return to this recording or when you're finished writing, go ahead and allow yourself to read back what you've written. And then in response to that writing or again in inhabiting the quality of the space that you were just inhabiting, allow yourself to develop 
a small vocabulary of movement. Doesn't have to be small, but a, a simple vocabulary of movement around this sensation, around this inquiry. That might be a gesture or a series of gestures. It might be a quality of movement. But allowing yourself to externalize with your body something about that sensation or the writing that you've done. You can pause the recording and allow yourself to explore. And when you've found a conclusion, release that focus and come back to lying down or your neutral seated position. Breathing deeply, allowing yourself to release fully into the ground again. See how automatically you can allow for that release. Coming back to that sensation of being completely held up and supported by the ground beneath you, of allowing the areas of your body that are in contact with the floor to release completely into the floor. Noticing after writing or after moving or after doing both what your body is feeling right now, the energetic circuit that's moving through it, just allowing yourself to briefly check in again, scan through your body, tune in to what's happening. And once you find yourself back here, back in a neutral space, allowing yourself to re-enter what you were exploring before, that location, that system, that part of you. just as you did before, maybe imagining a tiny version of yourself walking into that place and noticing what is there now, what has changed, what stayed the same. Again, approaching with curiosity, gentleness, as much of a neutral 
mind as possible. Asking questions, noticing shapes and objects, people, beings, colors, language. Just observing what's there. And when you've completed or you feel complete with this re-entry, with this re-examination, do some kind of gesture of care with this place in your body, this area of your body. You can visualize wrapping some kind of healing gauze around this place or you can imagine filling it with light or with something that you associate with care. You can simply imagine giving yourself a hug or any kind of gesture or action that you associate with feeling cared for, go ahead and do that for this part of your body. And when you've done that, allowing yourself to release that focus Come back into your body as a neutral being, taking some deep breaths. Allowing yourself to be aware of the sounds in the room around you, to be aware of the shape of the room around you, the objects around you even as your eyes are still closed. Create some awareness of your body in that space. Finding some micro movements. And just slowly, when you're ready, opening your eyes and finding your way back into the world taking as much time as you need. Making sure to drink some water, eat some food, do whatever you can to care for yourself.
Thank you for listening to SEMA. Initiated in 2018 as a reading and workshop series in Boise, Idaho, SEMA aspires to nurture deep attention and connection as means for change. To join the mailing list or share your insights, please email sema.readingseries at gmail.com. The song in the background is by Teal Gardner. You can find a link to more of her music in the notes.